You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. So let's start at the top, Webby. Mitchell Moses. $1.2 million is the deal, places him in the absolute upper echelons, term essentially unknown. Let's call him an eel for life. Value for money first up? Well, it's got to get done first. <clears throat> I think um, the Herald went today with the story saying that it's set to happen. I spoke to Parramatta this morning. They uh, <clears throat> are adamant that they haven't been told anything from his management. But <clears throat> it seems like the longer it went, the less likely I reckon it was that he was going to go. Um, I know that he wants to get it done and dusted before round one. That's only a week away. He's got media next week. He, he'll probably be very keen to to make sure it's uh, sorted before he gets all those questions about what the hell he's doing with his career. It's good. It's a good chunk of change, isn't it? One point one point two five. Someone was trying to tell me uh, yesterday that it was the the Tigers' deal offer was around one point four. Which to me, it, it is a halfbacks market and becoming more so. I think that you just talk about Plan B. I don't know if they really had that much of a Plan B in mind, Parramatta. I think they were adamant they had to get him, and I think they wouldn't have. They obviously would have shown, wouldn't have shown their hand. But there is a real halfback lack of halfbacks or lack of halves out there. Full stop. The only other one really was Burton. When you think about it, mm. and and he got stitched and that's up. Done. He got he got stitched up at the dogs. So. Um, there wasn't, a, like, in terms of the, one of those cl- class halves coming on the market, there wasn't many. It's I think it's the right move for him. I really do. I, I, I love the, the revolution that's going on at uh, the Tigers. I hope it works. We won't, we won't, we won't know, obviously, until things get underway uh, this season. But I, I just think for Mitchell, he's entrenched there. He's gone this far with them. It's almost like Parramatta and him have come so far with one another that They've got to make it They've work. They've got to see it through. They've got to see it through, you know, and that's that's the big question for the rest of his career. But he's a quality player. I know he has his critics, but he showed he showed in the the towards the back end of last season his his worth. I don't know if he's a one point four. One point four. That's what that's well what, that that places you. That's what the marquees are going to start getting. That's right, and that places you at the moment above Nathan Cleary. Um, above, say, a Tom Trebojevic. Mm. I mean, above the highest earners in the game. I, I'm with you. Good on him for getting this deal. Absolutely. And I think it's the deal that probably needed to happen at the end of all of this. He has the option in his favour for next year, and that expires on April the 1st. So yeah. there is, if there is a, 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 a countdown towards this for a time and date, April 1 is really the last day that they can do anything about it. But I tend to think um, along your lines of thinking that, you know, you're going to get this done before round one starts and you tie it up and it's done and dusted because it is, regardless of how much it becomes media fodder, it is a bit of a pain in the neck. You know, it is a talk, it is something of a distraction for a player. And think of, you know, take away the money factor. Think of any time you make a decision about your life, about your career, about your job, it keeps you up at night. Oh, 100%. There's no question about it. Yeah. So for him and to tr- get this... And trying to play football. Trying to play football with all the other outside noise, for him to get this done is is worthy. So 
one of the listeners this morning raised a really good point, I think. Value for money players. Value for money players. And you're spot on. It's a halfbacks market, and that's going to be big money coming at them. Is $1.25 million value for money for Mitchell Moses? Well, it probably will be in this market, and it probably is. But value for money players is a really interesting one that we'll touch on. But you mentioned the halfbacks off contract at the end of 2023. So this is the list. Daniel Atkinson, Bailey Biondiodo, Jake Burke, Luke Brooks, Adam Clune, Jake Cogger, Tom Duffy, Kyle Flanagan, Dean Hawkins, Cody Hunter, Drew Hutchison, Cooper Johns, Sean Johnson, Brad Schneider, Blake Taff, and Brandon Wakem. That's the current list of those off contract at the end of this season. So that leads me to the what if question. If Parramatta turn around and Mitchell Moses goes, I'm off. Thanks very much. I'm going to the West Tigers. What's their plan B? Don't have one. Jake Arthurs? Well, yeah. Probably. And and who's to say that's not going to work? I dare say that that's what they probably would have looked at. But, I mean, I, th- I think I think clubs are happy these days, as I said, because it's such a halves market, just to have one quality half. So that, But, that you know, with Dylan Brown, who really showed last season the type of player that he's going to, yeah. uh, you know, develop into, you know, at least they have at least they have a, a qual- they've got some star value <clears throat> in the halves there. But they that's why if they keep Moses as we think, it's you know it's a pretty formidable um, halves pairing, isn't it? Mm. But that's you look at that list there. No disrespect to those players, but they, they are, none of them are marquee players, and that includes obviously Luke Brooks, um, given where he's at in his career. So mm. yeah, it's a it's um. It's a good. T- we're in the wrong. We're in the wrong. We're in the wrong. <laughs> I knew I should we're have been. Wrong... A, you know what? I always knew I should have been a halfback. Yeah, yeah, I was, but not clearly not good well, enough. Yeah, we're in the wrong, <laughs> we're in the wrong position. I, I was a good sledger. Uh, I guess my question around that is, and I've never played that money ball game. I've never sat in that recruitment office. So this is coming from the outside looking in. I've never done the spreadsheet. But if you're the Eels, are you potentially exposing yourself to the position where you get to be the last man standing in the room looking for the last available? Big name, big money, uh, halfback out there. I know, but I, you know they can't really determine what what's going on with the rest of the market in terms of who's available and who's not. It just worked out that way. Yeah, but you isn't know? that your job? Isn't that part of the job well, of the but, modern the modern recruitment agent to go? Well, okay, let's have a look and see how we try and marry up this. If if Mitchell Moses is coming off by April one, mm. we've got to make sure that at least if he's not going to be there, there's somebody else available in that. But it's hard. Period. But if it's that, that's what I mean. There's like there's there's probably twelve. I was talking to Bennett about this um, last week for before uh, the Dolphins, and he said, and about them trying to to put that squad together. He said, "How many marquee players, genuine marquees, do you reckon are out there? Ten to twelve? It's seventeen teams. Yeah, like it's just they're hard to get. Let yeah. alone get two of them in your in your in your halves. So if Parramatta get Moses as they as they say that that ha- they have to be applauded. And 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 given the increase in the cap to to twelve point one or whatever it is." A year, one point two of that on your, on your, um, on your halfback and capt co-captain is not that bad. Yeah. So, oh, he, he's not co-captain, is he? Yeah. No, he's not. No. But I, well, I, I look. Leadership I think, group, same thing. <laughs> I think you're right. I think they have to be applauded. This is the deal that they wanted clearly to do. They wanted to keep <clears throat> Mitchell Moses, and it looks by all reports as though they're going to keep him. Mitchell Moses obviously was in a good position, and he's played it well. And he's got a good deal and he's at the club that he wants to stay at. So 
I, I think all round the, the he's questions. Taken unders. The questions. He's taken unders. <laughs> the questions that we pose are all what ifs, but they're interesting ones. But at the end of the day, the Eels appear to have got their man. The NRL season launches. You mentioned the CBA and the salary cap. All that's. I get the feeling it's being. It's getting closer and closer and closer because all of a sudden PVL jumped into those negotiations. You might have. You might have different. Oh. I, you know what? You can almost see it from about, let's yep. say, two furlongs back. And a few more. The, P, the, the great PVL was going to swoop in and save the day and get yep. it done. Which sort of begs the question, maybe you should have jumped in earlier. No. Where's the drama in that? It's February. Where's the drama in that? Oh, God. You know what it allows them to do? What? Save a bunch you, of cash on having a launch. Do you think CB... I, this, is what I, I, this is my theory on it. That they thought things were so toxic with the RLPA, with CBA negotiations, that they went, there's no way this season launch is happening. And then things have improved in the last couple of weeks and it's too, they've run out of time. Whoops. <laughs> oh, oh, how are we going to do that? Let's get some Jatson dip, um, <laughs> a case of, of Coke Zero and put it on a table. That'll do. Here's my broader question to our listeners. Does it matter to you that the NRL are not going to have a season launch? I used to love the season launch. I did back in the day. For it's like that. It was like the 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 start. It's like a it's like the Dally M's in many respects, mm. except for the except for the uh, the the tuxedos, right? The medals. I was going to say, but I except mean for the for medals. The, yeah, for the oh, general, no one wins anything. For the general punter, does it really matter these days? But do you, where's the marketing campaign been around this this the start of this season? Well, I'll tell you who is having a launch today: Fox League. I know, but they're the broadcasters. That's right. But the, the, but if it wasn't for the broadcasters promoting their coverage of the game. You tell me where the, the NRL's promoted their the start of their season in a week, mm. a week tomorrow. I think that's pretty ordinary. Is that a different question to a season launch, though? Because I actually well, think it's, that... It's all part of it. You've got to... You've it, got to mar- but the thing with the season launch is that it used to... It used to remember JT you kicked, a, kicked a ball off the top of one of the buildings in Sydney? Yeah. Into that... Sort of remember that? Yeah. So here's what I'd be doing. I mean, you I know clubs. Grove, you kind of clubs like, have their own season launches. Manly are doing theirs today. Like I said, Fox League will be doing theirs today. That'll be all bells and whistles. Players will be there. Everything will be covered. There'll be marketing campaigns and all that kind of stuff. If you're the NRL, the players will be there. The players that'll be at the Fox Sports launch. are those that are being paid. Yes, but they'll be there. I mean, that that you've got to do thing. these days. You've got to pay. Them to do <laughs> that's the thing. I, I've seen it. A genuine shift, and I'll give you the motorsport example. Formula One used to do season launches all the time, and it was individual teams. They would fly a bunch of journos over to Barcelona, for instance. Now you're, you're talking. You're also, yeah, exactly. Don't worry, I live Let's the get dream. That going. And you'd all stand around, you'd take your photos, you interview your, pl- your drivers, and then off you go. And then the world changed, and they realized they could do that online. So they saved a hell of a lot of cost. They got the same outcome in terms of their marketing and their push online. You can still get all the images. You can still get all the photos. You can still get the video. You get your grabs from your drivers and your sexy photos of your drivers that you want to whack on Instagram and away you go. So I've got the feeling that that's, this is the last time. I, I don't think we'll see another season launch proper going forward. Do you think it's the end of the season launch, Webby? I hope not. <clears throat> I hope not. <laughs> Just that. No, I don't. <laughs> I want to... Well, I want to go to them. <laughs> well, let's see. This is the thing. You want, want to go free... there, get full of drink, try and not get in an argument with someone. You want your free chicken Try spinach. not to have a verbal argument. 0457 736 736 is the text line on 1300 01 1170. Have uh, the Parramatta Eels 
got their man. Did they get value for money with Mitchell Moses? Congratulations to them if the deal is done. Does it matter to you that the season launch won't go ahead this season? We'll touch on the Dragons, a bit more on the dawn of the Dolphins and the Australian cricket woes. Where are they at at the moment? And what happens next with David Warner's career? Back after this Wednesdays with Webby.